All right, welcome back. Great stuff there with Dan Israel. Uh, it's uh, it's a uh, it's interesting to hear the perspective on Chris Jones. Dan, of course, you know, essentially works for the organization, part of the broadcast. I, I know that frustration is being felt. Uh, so it's you know not surprising to hear the frustration there about the the Jones situation. But we'll see. I think he brought up interesting points about leverage. Tommy, Chris Jones is going to lose all his leverage now. The longer this goes, unless the Chiefs just really, really struggle out of the gates, which is hard to imagine that they will. Um, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that really leverage is anything that Chris Jones really cares about right now. Like, to me, it's pretty clear that there's a number that he wants yeah, but uh, that he feels like he deserves. The leverage I don't to think get it really, that number. But what I'm saying is that I'm not sure that he really necessarily cares about that leverage. Like, in his, if he cared about the leverage, then you know, there would be some negotiation tactics. I think that the bottom line is that the number, whether or not he thinks he's going to get it or not, I think he's going to hold on to that. And I don't think it really matters if there's leverage, you know, from his position or, or, or not. I just don't think he's going to get it. <laughs> it's, he, yeah. He's not going to get it from the chief. So, you know, you're going to just cost yourself all this money by not playing. That That's what I mean. Like, the Chiefs aren't going to just all of a sudden cave. Like nothing that's going to happen here early is going to make. I I I don't think so. Uh, you can go back and listen to that kfhradio.com. All right, let's talk about KU here, Tommy. They looked, you know, I when when we saw the the you know the Houdini on on a quarterback with Jalen Daniels where he was warming up and he just didn't play and it was the Jason Bean game at that point and Bean was. You know, Bean was fine. He, he completed 22 of his 28 passes. I thought, you know, with that considered, that this was a totally fine outcome for KU. They ended up winning by 31 points. They got a late touchdown there. That line ended up being 32. I was I took Missouri State when I saw it at 32. And, and the reason was, I was like, even if Jalen Daniels plays, I don't think there's any chance he plays a whole game. And they boy, they barely covered it, but they did. So I thought for KU that was a I, I liked it. I mean, Bean was there. Glad they have Jason Bean. Uh the running backs now with Devin Neal uh leading the way look good. They they had three running backs. Really, I guess they had four running backs. Sevion Morrison, I missed late, but it looks like it's Devin Neal and Daniel Highshaw, Dylan McDuffie, the transfer in looked pretty good on his touchdown run. Um, you know, I think KU's where they need to be. I didn't, maybe you did, Tommy. Did you Did you ever see a, a why Luke Grimm came out and if that's any sort of long-term issue? Um, basically, from what I heard, he was banged up during camp. And uh, and so there's my, there might have been like a re-aggravation of, you know, kind of what he had dealt with throughout camp. Doesn't sound like it's anything like majorly uh, concerning for the Jayhawks. Um, but, I mean, going back to what you said before, I mean, I think that, they, it was fine with Jason Bean. We know who Jason Bean is. We know what he can do, and we know what he can't do. Uh, and so I thought that it was it was okay. They did not play a great first half. They came out in the second half and, and really, yeah. um, I think, turned it on a little bit, which was good because, you know, they were, I think, only up by a touchdown at halftime. Is that right? Or, I mean, they, they really, they, it really wasn't a huge dominant first half performance yeah. by the Jayhawks. 17-10. They really kicked it into high gear in the second half, and and that's okay. Um, you know, good warm up, I think, uh, matchup for the Jayhawks. But they've got to get Jalen Daniels back in there if healthy. Um, they've got a bigger matchup against Illinois this weekend, uh, and so you'd love to have Jalen Daniels available for that because Illinois' defense is really good. 
Well, and that's, you know, that it, it, it's the Jalen Daniels question now because I do have some concern there if it's being against a really good defense. But they can run the ball. And, you know, with Graham and Daniels and all these early things, it is a little bit, you know, a little bit troubling there. Um, I, you know, the defense, I think you would hope looked a little better, but they, they it did. got it, it looked down. better on Friday. I mean, they, you know, especially like stopping the run. They were better stopping the run, I feel like, against Missouri State. than I, I agree. Really, when the, the game the first started, year. I was like, uh-oh, the defense isn't going to be any good again. But they, I thought they did a nice job of just getting into form where we thought they need to be. And, and so now it's like, okay, let's see the next one, right? Like, And, and that's what we'll get because if that's the thing. Like, I, I think KU's offense is going to be, if not where it was last year, at least, you know, close to where it was last year. And and how good the defense can be may be the difference in whether they're a four win team or a seven win team. I mean, it you know that's that's the thing, and we're not going to get you. We'll see it against Illinois certainly more than we did against, um, you know, against uh, Missouri State. But I I thought it was fine. You know, I I'm not coming out of it like the K State game came out of it and like man that was fantastic. I don't know that I'd I don't know that I came out of the KU game that way. Because it's, but it's only because it started a little shaky, right? It it finished fine, like it finished where you'd want to see it finish. Yeah, and you know, knowing that they're going to be playing an opponent in Illinois, uh, who I mean, you know, Brett Bailema is is a good coach and has been around for a, a long time, uh, and has the, this Illinois team. I know they they fell down in their opening game, early came back and, and won. They're not a great offensive team. Illinois is not, um, but they do have a really solid defense, and so. You know, I wonder really what we're going to see from Jalen Daniels. And Lance Leipold yesterday in his media session said that Jalen Daniels had the most reps that he's had, uh, you know, since he has been dealing with this back injury. Um, and, and so I wonder, number one, if we'll see him, and number two, how effective he will be if we do. And, and so, well, and there could I be, just, don't you I, think, my, what, my biggest no matter concern, what though, they say, Jalen Daniels may have sat just to prepare for a Sure. My biggest concern, though, is that, you know, it sounds like this injury that Jalen Daniels is dealing with is a lingering thing. And, you know, how long are we going to see this into conference play? Is it going to be the prevailing storyline in every single game as we go through the season? And if so, I mean, that's really where, you know, I know you mentioned that the defense is going to be the difference between four wins and seven wins for the Jayhawks. I think it's going to be how healthy Jalen Daniels is yeah. game in and game out. If Jalen Daniels isn't healthy, then like an evaluation of KU isn't going to be fair because like we have to make it with Jalen Daniels as the core. But I'm with you. A tight back. I mean, for a guy that's going to need to run to be the best version of himself, that's not reassuring. Certainly. One thing that I think it was last week that Lance Leipold said that was interesting was unfortunately this is something he's dealt with his entire career. So maybe it's something he knows how to work through. Maybe they were just being as cautious as they could be. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't play at all against Missouri state. I hope that it's because they were just holding him out and wanted him to be even healthier against Illinois. And it wasn't that he was actually hurt and couldn't play. Like, I hope that's not the case because that is right. very concerning. Obviously. The good thing, though, is that, you know, they do have an effective run game. Devin Neal, his first carry of the game, you know, broke off for a, for a touchdown. And so continuing on what we saw Devin Neal do a year ago, Daniel Hyshaw, before he went down, 
with his hip injury last season was probably the best running back that the Jayhawks had. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that he's back and, and healthy, it looks like. I mean, they've got a lot of talent running the football this season. And, you know, so that's good. And that's going to be able to take pressure off of whether it is Jalen Daniels or Jason Bean. That helps a lot. The, the other thing, though, to keep in mind is that and we had this conversation, you know, last hour in regards to Will Howard and Avery Johnson. You know, we know that Jason Bean is capable. He's not his ceiling is not as high as Jalen Daniels. We know that. But we also know that in a situation where whether it's a Jalen Daniels injury or a change of pace type situation, Lance Leipold feels confident putting Jason Bean out there to do a variety of different things. So I wouldn't be surprised even if Jalen Daniels is a go against Illinois on Friday night, if we still see Jason Bean running some packages out there on a couple of different drives, doing some different things, you know, so I think that, and I don't think that that's just going to be exclusive to an Illinois game, or even if Jalen Daniels is dealing with an injury, I think even if Jalen Daniels is 100% healthy, we'll still see Jason Bean in some variety of ways. If if they get out to a 21, nothing lead and it's the second half, they're probably going to pull Jalen Daniels. I, I would. It's interesting that Bean came back. I, I think that's also something that maybe we should have paid more attention to, right? What Because none of us thought he was going to, right? We thought he'd go on to, a, to try and be a starter somewhere, but he came back, which, yeah. you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Tommy, surprised everybody. Yeah. So when that happens, like, we were just like, oh, that's cool. But I wonder if it's like, no, conversations behind the scenes are, we're going to need you like Jalen's this issue is an issue and we're going to need you this year like that. I, it makes me wonder about that, too. And, you know, th- I guess in those cases, it's just like, OK, fast start, like fast start against Illinois. Let's see if they can get that done. But if, if not, it's going to be a little troubling. And again, pressures on the defense, which can't have happen if you're KU. She can't get behind early in that game. That would be, you know, that's not the game script. So for this like high flying KU offense, it's like, can you? you know, kind of keep Illinois off the field for a minute. Not know. I mean, I don't know how you could have any confidence in Jalen Daniels' health right now, right? He didn't play against Missouri State when we thought yeah. he would. I that, that to me, It's not like I can't sit here and be like, oh, well, now he's going to be good. No, I think he probably isn't going to be good again and may not be ever this year. I mean, I think that – I think it's totally responsible to wonder – if Jalen Daniels will be fully healthy at any point this season, because I think that there's been enough there that could tell us no, that that he won't be. And great, but I'm, I'm glad not Jason sure. Bean's there too. But it is, it is an elephant in the room right now. I'm not sure that we're ever going to really fully know that, though. I mean, you know, I think that there's a, a real scenario that plays out where he's never 100 percent healthy, but and even in the games he's playing in and being effective in. We we may not know. We may not know that. Like, if this is something that Lance Leipold has said that he's dealt with his entire career, how many different times has Jalen Daniels had a tight, sore back and went out and played great? You know, so I think that even though that it, there is the potential for this to be concerning, for it to linger throughout the entire season into conference play, it I did feel a little bit better hearing from Lance Leipold that it is something he's dealt with his entire career because that means he's played through it before. And not only has he played through it, more than likely he's been effective and right. has done really great things even while dealing with it. There are varying degrees of that. I think it's a problem, but it's reality. So just let's refocus a little bit. And you know, as we evaluate KU, 
until we see Jalen Daniels come out and ball out like he did last year, he's not like I'm not going to feel good about it. If he does it for a half and then comes out, it tells me, well, he's still trying to get back to full health. And so we'll see. Again, Jason Bean being there now feels like a blessing for sure because, you know, certainly is he like all conference good? No, he's not, but he knows how to run this offense. He's been with the team for a long time. He will keep them where they need to go. They need to run the ball and, and hopefully they play better defense than they did a year ago, but a good start, all things considered a good start to the season. They get another Friday night game for whatever reason that makes no sense to me. Uh, They'll do that against Illinois. I think they're wearing like black uniforms, I like the uniforms. I like the yeah. subtle change to the uniforms they had on last week. They and look the really black good. will be fine, but just like I don't I got I don't love the font that KU uses, like the font, you know, the main font, font that's in the end zone. It just yeah. to me it all it never like it always looks a little funny. And it's not like they don't put that font on their basketball jerseys or anything. So like I don't like that font. So the fact that they went to like a, a, a more of like a brick font looks better to me, uh, in a conversation people probably don't care a whole lot about I, I did like the new uniforms though just as an aside yeah I like the black ones a lot I think it's going to look really good this weekend um, I, I'm a big fan of the different uniform combinations that KU historically has I mean even in the days when they were really 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 bad at least you could hang your hat on the fact that they were going to have cool looking uniforms so that that was always like what I, was, I got excited about you know I'm usually more of a fan of like just keep it simple and do your thing k-state style right like if you're ever going to change it if you're like if k-state wore a black jersey or something somebody like okay maybe but yeah no i i'm more of a traditionalist with uniforms usually but ku changes them so often i don't even know what traditional is for them so these i happen to like Uh, 869-1240 is the number to call you can get in touch with the program on the ihop hotline oh man Lots and lots of amazing football and other things happening. We're so excited about it. How about Cole Reagans as we've been paying attention to football, getting the American League Pitcher of the Month and then followed it up with another great performance. Uh, We'll look around baseball a little bit when we return on Sports Daily.